The Echo Chamber, brought to you by The Homes Report and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. And sponsored by March Communications, connecting innovation and people. Welcome to the Echo Chamber. This is Arun Sudaman from the Homes Report, and we are joined today by Gail Hyman, who is president at Weber Shandwick. Uh, Gail, welcome to the Echo Chamber. Thank you. Thank you, Arun. It's good to be here. Um, so we were both in Cannes last week uh, for the Cannes Lions International Festival of Creativity. You were, of course, I think a former PR category jury president, if I'm not, not uh, mistaken. That's true. That's true. And Glass Lion judge. And Glass Lion judge. Um, so have you recovered mm-hmm. from your exertions in Cannes? I, I think we are all always in a state of recovering until we, uh, until we go for the next year. But yes, I'm, I'm, in, the proce- <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the process of recovering. A year-long <laughs> recovery. I mean, it's a, it's, year. it's a crazy week. I, don't, I can't remember what, what year it was when you were the jury president. But it feels it was, like a... I, is it 2012? Yeah, it feels like a while ago. I think it was 2012. Mm. I think it was 2012. Feels like a more innocent time. It, it, it was a more innocent time. I mean, PR is, you know, is, as we've all discussed, PR has only been a part of Cannes officially. Um, it was, it's probably about eight years now. Yeah, so it's, 2009. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Lord Bell yeah. was the jury right. president. Right, and I, I was not there the first year. I think mm. I was there the second year. So it's... Uh, you know we're we're newbies we're newbies in in the world for sure but mm-hmm. uh, gain, gaining traction yeah and i suppose as as can has grown you know it's it's such a busy week now um but the pi industry's presence there has has grown substantially um uh, not just in terms of the awards of course but also in terms of their presence on the yep. you know on the content schedule, there's so many events now that involve PR agencies, yep. um, which I think is a good thing though. Um, oh, yeah, you know. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. I think what I I think perhaps the origin right there's a um, our our clients began to go probably after the third or fourth year. I mean, two things happened. One, our clients began to go, and and we were we the PR industry we began moving up the funnel, more relationships um, mm. with more senior marketing members uh, of, of, you know, of our clients, yeah. um, our clients' forces. So as our clients began to go, we began moving up the funnel. There, there became a, a significant raison d'etre for us to be there um, mm. beyond, yeah, beyond, beyond just, you know, our category. Sure, and yeah, and I've always found that. I mean, even even from I think year one, um, I thought that there was no sense in the PR industry not being at Cannes because you know it is really the world's biggest concentration of senior marketers, and we all know yeah. how important that is for PR industry growth. Growth, and yet I still see considerable opposition. We see it, you know, amongst our readers, our community from large uh, swathes of the PR industry uh, to, to the notion, simply, that the PR industry should even bother with can. And I wonder how you respond to the naysayers. Well, I think that the, the, the piece of the PR industry that is probably either in the naysaying camp or a fence-sitter camp 
mm. is the piece of the PR industry that is dealing largely and in it and rightfully in issues of uh, reputation and and crisis and and dealing largely with the um, with CCOs um, and and that feels like um, that feels like an adjunct to what is the epicenter of can a little bit. It still doesn't feel, despite the new definition of what public relations is, it still doesn't feel um, like that is beloved and awarded and rewarded in, in, um, in, in, in what is can. So I, I can see where a piece of the industry feels like what it is, it is doing and, and they are doing and we are doing isn't as recognized and as, as beloved in this festival of creativity. Mm. Yeah, and I, I certainly take, take that view. I mean, I, I would perhaps say that, as you well know, the, the sort of collision of corporate and consumer yeah. means that those, those neat boxes are, are not so neat, I suppose, these days. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, there's, I think it's fair to say there's no neat boxes anymore. I mean, everyone is pushing, uh, obviously, out of the boxes. I mean, there is for sure a, a collision of technology and media and policy and entertainment mm. and all of those boxes. I mean, you know, we cannot walk in to solve a significant client issue without recognizing that um, you know, the, we're going to touch on all of those boxes in any in any right and appropriate strategy, and ultimately idea and um, and, and solution. So the boxes aren't so neat anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But I think part of, part of our industry, you know, looks looks at what at can one is the the gestalt and the visual um, mm. the visual splendor of it all, um, and two the the what i think has um arisen to be can's perspective on on creative and it's something paul talks about right and in mm-hmm. some pieces um pushes back against a little bit um and and i think some of some of our industry the pr industry is is in that camp and and, and questions mm-hmm. um what what uh what our role should be but again i think this year was a um, I think this year was a bit of a turning point. I think, it, uh, you know, more recognition for PR, uh, more rigor in the jury room, um, and an outcome that got uh, at least a little bit more luster around PR. We can we can argue if it was for the right things. Okay, sure. Well, let's talk about the awards then. Um, yeah. So let's start with Fearless Girl. Obviously, obviously um, your sister agency, uh, McCann, New York, yeah. um, and 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 presumably you're you're happy with that as the as the Grand Prix Absolutely. winner. Absolutely. <laughs> no, we we love to see our sisters uh, and brothers succeed for sure, and um, I don't think you can argue with the merit of of, of Fearless Girl with mm. you know with the intention, with the simplicity of the idea. Um, I think with the with the beauty of the activation and with and with the result, I I, I think it's inarguable. I think. What I sort of saw moderately anecdotally when I was cruising through all the entries at 8 a.m. Um, one morning in La Palais, and I, I, I think I might have mentioned it, there seemed to be a lot of analog. I know there's a lot of talk about technology and use of you know, virtual and augmented reality, and there for sure that existed. But I just felt this, this overwhelming surge 
of analog driven ideas. And let's face it, Fearless Girl um, was a, a beautifully constructed hunk of bronze before she, you know, hit it in the 4G world. So I, and then of course there were bracelets and chalk sticks and cups oh. and all kinds of stuff in, yeah. in among the PR entries that struck me as, you know, maybe it's the PR of things. And there were things, uh, things, very simple things that were um, sitting at the core of ideas that obviously then had a very um, compelling social, uh, you know, social exponent to them. But I, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. And some of the charm of Fearless Girl, too, that, uh, that perhaps the rage against uh, technology to get something elemental at the heart of an idea I thought was an interesting play. Yeah, it is interesting, I think, because you're right. There were a lot of things. There were, I suppose, what you could call unconventional media in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought there was something nice in that. I mm. mean, and um, there were a lot of wins also out of, out of PR, mm -hmm. um, out of PR for that, for sure. But, um, I, yeah, I didn't know if that was expressing just, yeah, that, that, a, a rage against you know the encroaching technology if it was a return to sort of the simplicity or if it was um what could more, more crassly be called a stunt um and one does not like to use that term and i i think i think these things defied that that term but but there you could see them there i think mm, yeah they were I suppose stunt-like, perhaps through mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. through one perspective, but but, but I think I, you listen. Yeah, you know, we all a, a number of people, you know, talk to the media and everybody. You could not predict Fearless Girl's triumph, and and mm. um, it, it's an issue that needs to be out there. You know, in all industries, particularly the financial industry, certainly more more talk, more action is needed. So, totally mm. welcome it. So before before we get into PR industry performance, which is of course everyone's yes. favorite subject at Cannes, yes, um, and after nine years of going mine in particular, um, let's talk a little bit about this, the, the 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 nature of ideas. Um, and I'm aware it's pretty early where you are, so this is, could get <laughs> could get a little heavy. Um, no, and it's somewhat linked to the the pushback we do get on our can, on our can coverage even though you know we, we try and be as as objective and, and reasoned as possible so for example we we put up the the story a couple of days ago where paul ranked the 15 gold line winners and um, a couple of comments in response to that really stood out to me one, one was it would be nice if any of them were pr <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um and the second one, which is, you know, pretty similar, which was, uh, you know, none of these are, uh, are, are PR ideas. So, Gail, what is a PR idea? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I saw, uh, I did, I did see Paul's piece and, and mm. read it attentively as always. Um, and his, his, his uh, back and forth with Karen and the jurors definition of PR and, and his definition of PR. And I think, the jury was obviously slavish to earned at the core. Mm. Um, Paul took it, it took it more broadly to to what the result delivers. I think. Mm. Um, I I believe, and I, I'm gonna not, and I have huge respect for Paul, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I believe this is the era of earned at the core. 
Um, mm-hmm. And one sees that. I mean, we have seen it for the last five years at, at Cannes in, in taking way beyond the PR category, right? If you, you know, if you look at like a girl, I mean, that that is an insight that um, delivers earned attention for mm-hmm. sure. Um, even if you go way back to Dumb Ways to Die, right? I mean, which took, you know, was the fearless girl of its day. So uh, REI, I mean, you look at the big winners at Cannes um, across any category and earned at the core is is driving that idea. Um, I, I tend to think our industry is perhaps too navel gazing about what is PR and, and mm-hmm. has to recognize that that earned at the core piece is important as a means and a capability that we've honed over decades um, that will solve the the biggest problems and address the biggest issues on yeah. earth and that if the idea is so transcendent and so jaw-droppingly compelling and so born of insight and data um, that it um, has the capability to make a substantive and measurable difference at the same time that it is driving conversation um, in, in a significant way and, and, and changing or shifting opinion in a significant way, that's the end game. I don't think there's a better end game. And I think everybody's trying to get into our end game. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that's probably a good sign, but I, 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 I would... I would stick with earned at the core for who we are and the, you know, the need clearly to have the right data driving it in the right metric um, right. to prove that earned at the core, earned at the core has the it has the impact to drive uh, to drive change and make yeah. sense. I mean, I agree with you. I think there is too much navel gazing around this because I just got another mm-hmm. question from from our own awards show from one of the judges asking about some of the campaigns and saying, are these, you know, is this really a PR idea? <laughs> and, right. You know, my response is, well, you know, it's an idea. And yeah, isn't that the whole point here? I mean, right. I, you know, I think, I, I, I think we have to be courageous and willing to push ourselves out of the swim lane mm. that in some cases we're put in. And in some cases, we we happily swim in without yeah. without trying to shout, you know, and that's if allowed to be put in swim lines in IATs or whatever, wherever it's going to be ten years from now, mm. we're gonna we're gonna be stuck in that swim lane, and and realistically, we're gonna be competing against technology companies and consultancies and everybody else out there with the singular goal of solving a problem. So we yeah. um, can cannot be dedicated to a very narrow definition of PR that that keeps us in that swim lane forever because the swim lane is not going to exist 20 years from now. No, and the pool will be much deeper. Sorry, I'm trying, yes. to, trying to continue with this analogy. <laughs> not, not sure. The pool will be deeper. We'll need floaties. We don't want that. <laughs> there are sharks, maybe. There are I don't sharks. Know. Oh, anyway. God. When um, the sharks leave the, the east coast of America and, and join us in our pools, we have a big problem. Big problem. We, yeah. We do. So, uh, yes, and, and every good idea, I think, is going to be driving earned attention. You know, it's really hard to think of an idea which, a, a good idea, which, which doesn't kind of revolve around, you know, earning, it, earning engagement or attention or however you put it at its core. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you think about 
and I, I don't know how much you do, if you think about femme care, right? If mm-hmm. you think about what like a girl did for you realistically, mm. um, that category was, has always been doing a good job in addressing, you know, the needs of young women, driving insights from young women, getting, you know, getting to them and probably moving product as a result. But the like a girl insight took it to another level, took right. a category that, you know, stayed within the boundaries of that category, doing its job, reaching its target, moving its target, um, winning share. But that like a girl took the whole thing to another level. And that that that's to me what what mm. the power to earn attention earn attention does. It, it does. It, it I think it is a transcendent power that when you hit it right, mm-hmm. um, has has meaning and, 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 and clearly value to to business. Yeah. And, and there's almost I feel a fear of that in some quarters of the industry. There's a there's a. I think an attitude that we should try and exclude as much as possible from what PR might be so that we can protect what we've got right now. And, you know, it's a very short term mindset and I I just don't see how it can help. No, I think, I think it's protectionist um, Mm. and um, probably is, you know, born of, uh, you know, protectionist and isolationist. And we know, we Mm -hmm. know, where that can go but i i, I think well we're finding end, out i guess yeah, I know. we're at the end of the day we are um you know we we have been part of an industry where the public relations industry piece of marketing services has been out swaggered right i mean mm-hmm. we we have been and um i think this is our moment i think the world wants what we've got and i know that we are in a battle to get the most extraordinary talent to deliver that over the next few decades. And to do that, we cannot isolate ourselves in that mm. swim line. We yeah. will not get that. So, yeah, so that's the, that's the battle for us. Um, I would put it to you that the world does want what we've got. I'd put it to you, if you look at the Can PR Lions results, certainly the Gold Lions, the world has already got pretty good at doing what PR firms are supposed to be doing. I mean, True. if you look at the Gold yeah. Lions winners, I think so obviously this year there's a PR credit. There's also an idea creation credit, mm-hmm. which we should talk about a little bit. Uh, all of the Gold Lion winners, if I'm not mistaken, the ideas were led by, let's call them advertising agencies. They're not yeah. what you would think of as public relations agencies. How, how much of a concern for you is that? Well, that's it, it's a significant concern. I mean, where we, the Weber Shanwick, we mm. set the bar is idea creation mm. um, for sure. Um, while being an accessory um, to another firm's idea, even in an integrated team or our, our brother or sister organization's idea, and it's you know, listen, who doesn't enjoy accessories? They're nice accessories, are fantastic, but. Mm. Um, at the, at the end of the day, um, being at the epicenter, um, having that data driven singular idea, that's the, that's, that is the gold, whether it's lion standard or not, but that's the gold standard for us. And Mm. that's, that's where we need to be. And that's where we, um, we need to be as an industry, um, more for Mm. sure. So I I can't argue with that. And the, the campaigns that Weber Shandwick won for it can, I think 
mostly they were they were um, idea led by Weber Shandwick. I mean, was that a, a conscious strategy on your part? It it is absolutely a conscious mm. strategy, and I, I I know and I know uh, Paul uh, talked to Tom Beckman, who heads up mm. our Global Creative Collective, and he is absolutely um, vigilant about the fact that you know what we need to be winning for um, is idea creation. I you know I'm I'm in the in the same place for sure, um, but we you know there is a reality we are for many of our clients, sophisticated marketers, marketers with whom we're exceedingly proud to work. We're, we're part of terrific, well-oiled machine IATs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are an important part of delivering successes. Um, and don't, you know, we want to sell, we want to celebrate those victories in, 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 in delivering on PR and delivering on social as part of an IAT, um, where the idea um, that we're activating might not have been ours. So we don't want to dis- be dismissive of that um, contribution for sure. And we'll, we'll celebrate those lions. Um, but the gold standard for us is, and will remain um, many more idea creation lions mm. and recognition beyond, beyond lions. And how did you think the jury did this year? This year? I mean, it, it felt like, there was more of a plan in place than last year. I don't know how it compared to yours um, five yeah. years ago, uh, but you know Karen Van Bergen, who led the jury this year, certainly seemed to to bring a a, a level of focus that maybe was was not there last year. Oh yeah, I I I, I she uh, she was very intentional, very deliberate in the way she went about it. I had spent some time with her before. Mm. Um, she. Uh, she had that role and we talked a little bit about it and, um, I give her a ton of credit. I, I, I think that, um, that being deliberate, what is it we want, where to, you know, where to, how do we want to look at what are the criteria, look at these entries, what are the criteria we're going to set? Um, I, th- I think she did a great job. I think she got the jury, um, to, uh, to move in the right and appropriate way. And I, I have to be honest. I was surprised about some of the um, some of the lions a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I think uh, um, I can't say I went all go all the way with Paul, but I, but I um, I was surprised about a few of them um, that seemed and as we talked a little more craft than art. Um, but overall, I think. I think it. I think the jury did a good job for sure, um, and I, I mean some credit due to the deliberations around the definition of PR that went on um, for this year before can. Um, I don't know that it's perfect, but it's better, um, and I think got the jury got the jury to a better place. Mm. And does it bother you that you know idea creation is is separated from PR, at least according to the credits now on these campaigns? It, it, it doesn't bother me, no. I, 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 I think, and again, it, that a discussion that, that we've had, um, there is a certain alchemy. I mean, yet yeah, listen, in a world of data, right, there is data that that needs to be poured through and deeply understood 
um, hopefully with some human analytics applied to it. Um, and then there is an insight driven after that. And then there is that magic and alchemy in creating um, that central idea. And I think that is an art and it takes the right, uh, the right set of individuals, you know, diverse backgrounds, all, all the things that we talk about to get to that art. And then I think there is the craft to deliver on that idea, you know, mellifluously and in a way that makes a difference and hits metrics. So to separate, I, I don't think that there's any harm or danger in, in, in separating them in any um terrific organization you know the people the, the people who do both actually typically are separated but work together um in concert um to to create something extraordinary so i think the separation is right and appropriate and i think uh i, I think that that's uh that's a place where we want to continue to to win hmm. and bonus points for using the word mellifluous one of my favorites <laughs> thank you thank you um Let's talk a little about the overall mood. What's the mood at Cannes? It's, it's, it reminds me a little bit of what's the mood at Davos. Um, yeah. So obviously, you know, that was. I was thinking. No, go on, go please. Ahead, I, I was thinking about it because I was thinking, okay, for some, you know, this was a good year at Cannes for PR. Mm. Is was is, now that PR is going up, is Cannes going down? That was my worry. <laughs> So I was, I was, I was graphing it in my head. <laughs> yeah, just in time, as always. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just in time for for everyone to question the value of can. Along comes PR. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did speak to someone who's who's. It was their first can this year, and he said mm. to me, "I have a habit of turning up at events just when they've jumped the shark." Um, mm. Not to say that can, of course, has jumped the shark. It would take a brave person to bet against can, but there are some. Who have been yeah. uh, pretty vociferous on this front. Obviously, publicists is is going to stop entering all awards and uh, all marketing yes. uh, in favor of um, its virtual professional assistant called Marcel. Yeah. Uh, to focus on Marcel, I mean that's and in an era where voice is taking over everything, how do you name something Marcel? I don't know. Uh, in an era, in an era when voice is taking over everything, uh, yeah, yes. Marcel, yeah. you know, yes. for, for me, he was a non-speaker. He yeah. was a non-speaker. Yeah, I, you know, I hadn't even <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, you're right. It's. A, it's I was a, like, that was my first thing. Is really Marcel? I mean, what, whatever. God yeah. bless publicists, but Marcel. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost certain they hadn't thought of this either. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to call Sadoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can reach him via Marcel. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so publicist obviously was 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 the, the first big announcement, and then and then Martin Sorrell, um, as as unequivocal as we've seen him, certainly punchier than than in previous years, yeah. um, decrying Can as a as a money making exercise and as being too ostentatious and just just not focused enough on creativity and there's just too much I think celebrity and too much of all the other stuff that goes on there, too much of the trade show stuff. Now, your thoughts on that? Because a lot of that trade show stuff is now being driven by these 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 digital platforms. I think the Facebooks and Googles and yeah. so on, who are increasingly, you know, massive threats. I think for the advertising business. Yep, yep. 
I, I think can, the idea of can, the reality of can take all the rosé swilling aside. Mm. Um, and it's tough to read one of those stories without mention of rosé swilling, no matter where you read it. Um, it is, I think can is existential, um, for the marketing services industry and is an existential need. Um, because in an, in a world where increasingly, um, technology is, um, and I don't want to say encroaching, right? I have a love and respect for all of those platforms who are there and ever present at CAN. Um, but at the end of the day, in a data-driven world, long, you know, long after I'm in the Hebrew home for the aged, um, you know, the question will be, what are what are what is this industry bringing to the party? I mean, data, data can uh, can drive this can drive the strategy to some degree, can make the ad to some degree. Um, and can win share to some degree. So what what is it um, that we are bringing to that party? And it is um, that um, idea creation piece, and that and that is what has been, and I think will need to continue to be celebrated mm-hmm. more more forcefully and more powerfully at Can. And and yeah, is there is there a lot of is there a lot of stuff and pomp and celebrity and um, layers upon layers of of things that perhaps have gotten can away from the central mission maybe um, I do think it's part of it's part of the charm it's part of what a- attracts players it's part of what makes people uh, you know I my understanding is people put in deals if they move from traditional ad agency to the traditional ad agency that going to can is part of part of what they want, part of where they want to be seen, part of where they want to be. I, I, I think, um, I think it adds value. I think it's, it's, you know, I agree with others who've said it is core to attracting talent, talent wants recognition, but I think it's more than that. I think it's absolutely existential for, for the industry to have a gathering that has, um, as much light shining on it, um, to remember what it is that we are we are bringing uh, to the worlds of brands and organizations um, and the industry. Mm. It was interesting that Arthur Sadoun um, bemoaned the Snapchat Ferris wheel. So um, anyone yes. anyone who wonders what that is, Snapchat decided to put up a giant yellow Ferris wheel at Cannes because why not? Um, and Arthur Sadun, you know, he said this was a, an example of of the industry ceding its thought leadership position, uh, which, you know, in, in, in some mm. senses is quite a flippant remark. But actually, I just wonder because, you know, at Cannes you have this very attention-deprived um, sort of ethos already, right? It's almost yeah. like a, an industry, an event that's fueled by kind of fear of missing out and, and the need for kind of instant validation you have a lot of short tenured CMOs. Um, and I just feel like in this kind of era of quick hits, these these digital platforms are really well placed to capitalize. Uh, and I wonder if that's also one of the reasons why we feel this kind of shifting uh, in terms of the power it can. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think 100%. They are well positioned to capitalize. They're preaching... Um, to a crowd that that frankly is enamored um, 
been enticed and excited by the message and and by working with and partnering with and deploying those platforms in 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 new ways that will add luster to the things that they're doing so i i i'm not sure that's wrong i i actually think the ferris wheel okay it's a little showy and full disclosure i of course did not go on the ferris wheel but god forbid um, now but you know what if i were snapping a story to my friends back home off the top of the ferris wheel it'd be kind of cool you know i i i think it was on strategy for snapchat i don't i don't think uh i think it was a super strategic move it got them the attention they wanted it delivered on the you know on what the product is all about i don't i don't see a problem with the ferris wheel quite honestly i mean it's again the overall can gestalt is one of you know jeroboam's of rose and you know lanyards people with lanyards running through la Cosette. it is it is that could that be toned down sure but um you know if i'm if i'm if i'm snapchat or uh, or google or facebook or any of those guys i'm going to think about what it is i should be doing right there to command the attention of a field force of individuals who are super important um to 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 the world i'm growing mm. so yeah and just quickly before i let you go because i think you've got lots to do as always um any kind of any of your favorite learnings or lessons from the week now you know i i go back you know on something that we've talked about and we write about the issue of gender mm. in in our work um i you know, for that reason, it was nice to see the domination of Fearless Girl across so many categories. Um, I think that that cannot help um, but move the needle a little bit, at least in terms of the kind of work um, that all kinds of agencies will do. Um, mm. And I, I do believe our industry, the marketing services industry, more broadly than the public relations industry, has um, both an opportunity and a responsibility to continue to um, to push work that is um, that propels the notion of diversity and inclusion for sure, but that um, and also really pushes the idea of gender equality. I mean, reduces stereotype and some of the discussions that were had. I can. I th I think we're seeing a little bit of that. I think that was. Um, that was heartening. It felt like it was. It felt like we were moving in the in the right direction um, there. And I know I, I think Phil Thomas has talked about a, a broader focus on diversity and inclusion and the, um, beyond what uh, Glass is doing in the gender equality world. So I was I, I was I was happy about that. Um, overall, though, there were no surprises. I think if we. It, you know, and I'm sure you have, if you go back to look at all the predictions around CAN, um, uh, you know, everything sort of came true. So mm. sometimes, you know, surprise, a surprise might have been, uh, might have been, might have been good. But it felt, it felt a tiny bit going in um, a little predetermined. There were clear cut mm. examples of what, what, what was going to win, I think. So. Mm. I, th those are my uh, those are my sort of pluses and, and and minuses and I and then you wonder whether it's a becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right whether all mm. all the all the pundits saying 
yeah, it's going to be this or it's going to be that. And then voila, there you are. And, uh, and, and it goes that way. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what we do to defeat that, but I, I bet I, but I think there's something to think about there. I think there is. I suppose publicist was the biggest surprise of the week. Um, yeah, no, honestly, there was that. I mean, that, you know, this was, you know, you've been going a little longer than I, but that, in all my years, that's, uh, again, if you were doing the uh, trigonometric graphic of this thing, I mean, the sine curve was going way up and then it came way down at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was, uh, it, it was absolutely, it was absolutely a surprise. And it got people to think, you know, what does can mean to me? What does it mean to us? Is it important? And it, probably there's some some value in the thinking and i think where it's going to go and the i guess the quote-unquote committee that's going to be just to that will discuss it and hopefully that hopefully that's real and hopefully that's productive and um <laughs> I, yeah i think it will be yeah i think it, it did it did it made me chuckle a little because it was it's the classic pr response right let's form a committee yeah there'll be a committee right and then you know you know you know committees but yeah i i think it's the i think it's <laughs> Absolutely, I, it's absolutely the um, the right approach, and I think um, for sure. I mean, can is can is an expensive proposition. I cannot argue mm-hmm. with Sorrel or Sedun or all those guys. It's an expensive proposition. I think you got to get down to the core essence of the value it brings, which is um, which is the celebration of of talent and the work that that talent does that is the heart and soul of what the marketing services world is and should continue to be about. So I, I think you got to whittle it down to that mm-hmm. and, um, you know, figure out how conceivably there some pieces of it may get rethought. But I, um, I hope, uh, that it is a mainstay in, uh, in, in our world. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your thoughts, Gail. And, um, I hope we will have you back on here soon. Um, I would love to join you. Thank you. It's uh, it's always good to talk to you, no matter what time of morning it is. <laughs> it's much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the Echo Chamber. We'll be back again next week. As a reminder, you can, of course, rate and review us on iTunes. Please do. Uh, you can get in touch with us on social media and all the other various channels we're on. We'll be back soon. Thank you. You've been listening to The Echo Chamber. Brought to you by The Homes Report and produced by Marketeers. Sponsored by March Communications. Connecting innovation and people.